Hello and welcome to an exciting episode of the Structured Gibberish. This is Sparta! Wednesday, September 21st, 2016, 539 days since the last Strong Bad email. A day that shall live in infamy! This is episode 200, you guys. And not, uh, you know, in the normal numbering. If you look at all the episodes <laughs> we've done, there's actually a lot more than that. I think we're somewhere in the one or in the the two forties or two thirties or something like that. But, uh, yeah. yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is comic book numbering. Okay. We're not counting annuals. We're not counting specials. Annuals would have been a good idea, Pat. Yeah. Annuals. Well, never know. So <clears throat> let's start this. What will certainly turn out to be an uneventful episode, uh, by talking about, uh, Pat's experience at the target. Did I mention that I'm Brian and he's Pat and we're the host of the show? You didn't, but that's okay. okay. If, if they're listening at all, they probably knew that. Uh, but, <clears throat> or they don't uh, care. <laughs> or they don't give a shit. Um, so, guys, let me tell you about this uh, this trip to a target. A target like any other. A target called imagination. <laughs> Um, now this, this has happened to me on two separate occasions. I'm going to talk about them both briefly. Uh, but really, I just want to address the bigger issue here. The, the thing that concerns me, I suppose. Um, so most recently I was at a target. Um, the, uh, this target actually coincidentally got robbed. So they were trying to rob me. And, uh, and just, uh, yesterday or Monday, maybe Monday night, it got robbed. So okay. maybe. Maybe it got, you know, people got pushed over the limit. Hmm. Think about think about that, Target, next time you're trying to take advantage of people. Doesn't feel very nice, does it? Doesn't feel very nice. Anyway, um, no one was hurt, so I can joke about it. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, so anyhow, I'm at I'm at Target and uh we're we're doing the old walk around, which we do pretty pretty often. Target is a uh, uh, a nice store we enjoy being at. Um, and uh, I found in the Halloween section, uh, they had a whole bunch of uh, Walking Dead pops. You know, pops from Funko, Funko Pops. Funko Pops. Not, not uh, Gotta Have My Pops. Yeah, not like Coca-Cola's. Right. Um, we're talking about Funko Pops. And so Funko Pops... They've uh, they've got the the first series of Walking Dead pops. Now pops are funny in their values. Um, like there are some um, there are pops that came out for the Rocky movies, and they sell for like one hundred and fifty dollars a pop. Mm. And uh, I get it. Yeah. Um, and there's the, the He-Man pops or another ones that, that sell for, for quite a bit of money. I think, uh, um, I would say anywhere from 60 to a hundred dollars. I've seen different, uh, He-Man or Skeletor pops go for. Um, so anyway, so I, I saw these pops and, and I'm a toy flipper. I am. I, I usually don't grab the ones that little kids might be after, but, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not uh, afraid to to purchase a toy with the notion that I might sell it. Um, and so I saw the pops. And again, I'm not greedy. But I was like, hey, those those are like the first wave. 
I bet you those are pretty rare. I'm going to grab one. We'll see what happens, you know. And so I go and pick up a Daryl. And uh, and lo and behold, he has a clearance sticker on him. And I was like, oh, well, that's even better. This is great. Um, And I, I look closely and it's not quite a clearance sticker. It says as is. It has an as is sticker on it. I was like, that's that's weird. Why does what you know, what's as is about this? I'm looking over the box like everything is is fine on the box. Uh, and then I look at the, the price tag and they want. As is, they they claim that its original price was twenty four ninety nine, and that its new as is price is seventeen fifty. You know what they really should do, because uh, isn't that like the default? Everything is as is unless otherwise <laughs> stated. You know, right? Like right. if you see a box that says, you know, <clears throat> things are not what they seem, or you know, more than meets <laughs> the eye. You know, right. Right. Then you should be looking at it and be like, oh, okay, what's, what am I actually going to get when I get home here? Right, <laughs> right. But these are as is, you know, which, like you said, like everything else, it's just, it is what it is. Right. What you see is what you get. Um, and so I, I, I questioned it. I was like, that's got to be a mistake. Uh, and so I looked at all the other boxes and they all have these as is tags. Now, the weird thing is, is that they were all different prices too. You know, and I'm not talking about there being like five of them on the shelf. Like they had a good 20, 25 uh, characters, you know, or, you know, not individual characters, but uh, Walking Dead Funko Pops on the shelf. Um, Rick and Daryl and I think two zombies. And I was just like, man. And of course, my, my phone was dead. And I was like, oh, man. I can't check because I, you know, I'll, I'll I'll do that from time to time. I'll check the value. I, I think I might be coming off like an asshole in this story, but whatever. Um, so I don't think so. Not yet. Such is life. No, but um, anyway, so uh, I I was like, well, you know, I'm going to take the shot, um, but there's there's absolutely no way I'm going to pay seventeen dollars for something that should be seven ninety nine. There's no reason that at a Target, you know, I can see this at practice done at, you know, uh, a comic book store or a, uh, um, I actually, I've, I've seen, you know, the, uh, the disc exchange that I go to, the disc around, disc replay. Thank you. Um, disc around. That is a thing though, isn't it? Disc around. It is. Disc around used to be, um, one of those stores. I don't know if it still is. Um, as was disc exchange. They probably just sold it to another similar store. Right. You know, for less money. Yeah. Um, but, uh, anyway, you know, these things appreciate and depreciate in value all the time, but you don't see that at a retail store like this. You know, you, you almost can't like targets not going to be like, well, I mean, We've had this dress up here for quite some time, and it has appreciated. <laughs> and so we're raising the price. This this dress is now it was twelve ninety nine. It is now seventy three dollars. It's very rare. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the only one we have left, right? And it's like that. None of this makes sense. But I'm like, but that's you know, not how any of this works. <laughs> that's not how this works. Um. But, uh, so, you know, I was like, whatever. So I, I, <laughs> this is the part that makes me an asshole, I guess. I took the sticker off. I took the as is sticker off and I brought it to the front. You brought of the it store. to the front and you were just like, is this, 
Is this what it appears to be? Is this <laughs> is as this is? as is? No. Well, I said I said, hey, listen. When I try, because I tried to scan it uh, on one of the the uh, you know what is the price of this thing scanners, and well, it just said it said nothing. It wasn't the, in the system. The thing just said as is. <laughs> right. Um, so but I said, what are you asking me for? It says as is. <laughs> I brought it up. You know, the lady tries to scan it, and um, the the lady who was operating the machine was a little older, so she didn't have quite the the tech savvy of some of the younger kids. Um, kids these days. And so, you know, she scanned it and it came up with just like a, here, put it, type in the price. And, uh, and she scanned it again and it came up with the type in the price thing again. And then she scanned it again and it said, yeah, that's not been found. <laughs> so Still it was like the fir- first two chances you can make up whatever the fuck you want after that, go fuck yourself. Um, and so she had to call a manager over. And at that point, I'm like, all right, I'm not going to push this. You know, if they say it's 1750, I'm going to say that's fucking outrageous and I'm not paying it. So you can keep your little Daryl pop. Um, and then go home and find out if he was worth like $150 and then the 1750 doesn't seem so bad. Um, but, uh, you know, so the, the girl called back, um, and she's like, uh, I don't know. I've got this. Walking Dead thing. It's got a big head and a little body. And I, <laughs> the guy's like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Apparently it was Ray Romano. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Deborah. Uh, but, uh, you know, I was like, tell him it's a pop. They're pop, Funko pop figures. She's like, uh, the customer says it's a pop. And he's like, oh, uh, that's just really rare. Um, he's like, oh, those are $8. And so she's like, okay. And so she rang it up for me at $8. And I was like, okay, good. And then it was actually, it was pretty funny because my wife was like questioning me the whole time. She's like, you don't even like pops. Why are you buying that? And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> I like pops sometimes. <laughs> I don't have any Daryl collectability stuff. Shut up! Just let's get in the car, okay? And we got in the car. I was like, "Dude, I bought it so I could resell it." She's like, "I knew it." <laughs> like, why are you calling me out, bro? <laughs> but uh, long story short, I get home and I, I look it up, and it's completely fucking worthless. It's not even <laughs> worth six dollars. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh well, well, I've got a couple couple of friends who like Walking Dead that would like to receive this for free. I will pass it along." <laughs> so but i mean i i'm i'm really kind of put off by the idea that target did this you know um this happened again to to me i think it was the same target um a couple months ago they had my little ponies um my daughter i, I have to qualify this my daughter really likes my little ponies i am not a brony um, but they had some My Little Pony superhero figures for for sale and clearance, and I was like, "Oh, sweet! I can stock up." You know, Christmas time's coming. Let's just get her a bunch of ponies. I look at the price tag, and again, it's like, "Well, the original price was twenty four ninety nine, and now your your sale price is nine ninety nine." I'm like, "There is no way that this toy." Used to cost twenty four ninety nine. It just, in fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up right now, uh, and see what what online Target has to say. 
about this. Um, but uh, there, there, like I said, there's there's no way that that toy costs twenty four ninety nine. Um, do you think they're doing like you know like what Coles will do? <laughs> I know? hope not. Because be that... like the the sale percentage has increased by us increasing the original price. Right, right. You're getting it at a good. Oh, excuse me, at a good deal because you're getting a percentage off. Yeah, it's still twenty dollars, but now it's fifteen percent off instead of ten percent <laughs> off. So okay, just just for instance, another pony in the same uh scale is regularly priced mm. 799 mm. regularly priced 799 and so they are telling me that this pony is not only 2499 and on sale for 999 that's the clearance price it's clearancing it out. It's like you're clearancing it out by raising the price by two dollars. Mm-hmm. That is some bullshit. Yeah. Now that one cleared the the scanner too, because I was like, oh, this has got to be mismarked. And so I walked over and scanned it and was like, nope, nope, it's absolutely not mismarked. Um, yeah, see, look, they they've got a three-pack online, a three-pack of those ponies, those superhero ponies. This was the special three-pack. Which three-pack? Uh, the one with Spike. Okay. Um, and that retails no sale. It's not marked on sale or anything. That retails for thirteen ninety nine. Hmm. So again, they're trying to tell me that a single pack retailed for twenty four ninety nine, and I'm lucky to get it for nine ninety nine. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's that is some shady bullshit. But I mean, you know, who benefits there? That's that's what I don't understand. Like, who is the indeed? store manager? Is the store manager like, yes, yes, we will screw them over and I will look like a hero to corporate, <laughs> you know, because it's not like... I'm sure when corporate finds out, they'll be thrilled. Right. You're gouging? But, you know, because that's what it really is. That At this point, you they're gouging uh, prices. Um, unless this is like a, an honest mistake, some kind of glitch with their pricing guns that it just, they're just like, well, I'm an idiot. I got to do what it says. I don't, it doesn't matter if it's wrong. I just got to do it. You know, that's. Well, let me tell you, Pat, it's, it's much, much less interesting if it's an honest mistake. Well, sure, sure. I like to think, uh, nefarious, mm-hmm. nefarious means. Yeah, it's definitely malice, um, to you specifically. <laughs> it's true, because, you know, who knows? They, they might really just be targeting me. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> they are targeting. Now it makes sense. Now it all comes together. Hmm. So that's how they got that name. <laughs> They're all targeting you. Um. Anyway, so that that's you know, and on the flip side of that, I guess I should I should probably I'll give you a, a target story sandwich. Um, okay. What's on, in the on, middle? I don't know. My hopes and dreams. <laughs> It's a really, uh, it's a really bad sandwich, actually. <laughs> it's a terrible sandwich. It's just two slices of bread, nothing else. Um, no, but uh, I, I was at Target. I think the year before Marion was born, um, and uh, we were in the uh, the Halloween section, and they had the box set of all of the um, Charlie Brown specials, like the. 
Great Pumpkin and Thanksgiving and uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. And we noticed that it was marked at $12. And we was like, man, that is a way too good a deal. <laughs> and we're like, that, I mean, that I would love to buy this for $12 because you can't buy one of them for $12 let alone a box set of all three of the, the major Christmas spe- or holiday specials for three bucks or $13. And so I, I brought it to the attention of one of the guys there. I was like, Hey, I'm pretty sure this is mismarked. Um, I just don't want anybody to get in trouble. Cause I used to, I've, I've, I've sadly worked in retail for the bulk of my adult working life. Um, Nothing to so, be ashamed of there. Uh, it's just, I don't like it. That's, that's the sad part. Um, but, uh, you know, so I was like, I don't want anybody to get in trouble. Just so you know, I'm pretty positive that's not the right price. And the guy was like, oh, hold on a second then. You know, so he pulls up the SKU on the computer. And, like, I think he looked it up online. Um, and uh, and he's like, yeah, you're right. That should be, like, $35 or something. It was, like, a, it was a really pricey set. Uh, but he's like, but I tell you what, I really appreciate you showing that to me. And so I'm going to give you guys that for 12 bucks if you want it. And we're like, we absolutely do want it for $12. That is awesome. And he's like, just uh, if they question you, tell them Mike in the back. They can call me and I'll verify. And the the funny thing is they didn't even question it. <laughs> like maybe he called up. I don't know. No one cares. Or maybe maybe you can walk up to the front and be like, uh, some guy in the back said I could have this for free. Yeah, it's a stereo. But yeah, whatever. Joe, he said, he said Joe in the back said. <laughs> yeah, you know Joe. He's, uh, you know, tall, tall, uh, shortish. Average, and, uh, average looking, little, uh, you know, skinny fat. That's the guy. <laughs> Ted. Yeah, that's what I said. That's what I said. It was Ted. Um, you, you know the guy. But uh, so yeah, so like I said, it's uh, it's you know a little, little bit of a <laughs> good and bad experience there. Um, so, have you had any similar experiences ever, Brian? Um, I'd like to pull you into the conversation I, some way. I bought all of those ponies on clearance. And uh, how much did you pay? Um, I think the single packs were like a buck fifty. Uh-huh. Um, I think one of the three packs was like over ten dollars. Still, uh-huh. there were I forget. Makes I, sense. I think there were two three packs and like four uh, single packs. I want to say. One of the three well, that, packs was like barely clearanced and the other was reasonably clearanced and all of the single packs were extremely clearanced. But now, not, you know, there's a there's a target clearance trick. Do you know this trick? I got to look it up because I always forget wait a really long time for. <laughs> well, yes and no. But um, when they clearance things, they always clearance them twice, I guess. Um, and so, you know, if it's going to drop lower based on what number is at the end of the price oh yeah i have heard of that these had two clearance stickers on them each so we were definitely in the second clearance round but uh yeah you know i got a good deal on them i didn't feel screwed over at all well that's good that's awesome all right i can't find this uh how to read clearance tags Tags that end with where it's um so the items end in six or eight 
is apparently the last time. If it's a six or an eight, you're safe. It's never going to get lower than that, allegedly, based on this uh, information. Hmm. Um, other than that, I guess it still has the, the room to grow. Hmm. <laughs> now, the other thing is I uh, I was at Target... I, I love clearance. I'm a I'm a clearance. I'm 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 a bargain hunting dad, you know. Um my daughter only goes to half day uh preschool right now, but uh it's a it's a Catholic preschool and so they they want volunteer hours out of all of us parents. Uh so we have to put in 20 volunteer hours every year or they charge us more for our tuition. Um so lucky as luck would have it, I uh work four tens and so I get one day off in the middle of the week. I get Thursdays off for the most part. And so um I volunteer to do lunch duty at school. And so when I do that, Marion, my daughter, she gets to stay um she gets to stay for the meal, you know, she stays for lunch and stays for an extra play outside at the in the playground. Um so that was it's it's really fun for me and it's fun for her. Um but what was really cool is the first time I got to go I was like she doesn't have a lunch bag. I get to go find a lunch bag. This is fun. Um and it was already after, you know, cuz she didn't need a lunch bag until now. It was already after um they were starting to clearance out all the school supply stuff. Uh and so I got there I was like, "Oh man, there's not going to be anything left. It's going to have like a stupid flower on it or something and she's not going to like it and it's going to suck." Um, but, but as luck would have it, I show up and there is a whole wall of the stupid ones that just have like generic flowers or, you know, starbursts all over them. And then there's a really bitchin' Scooby-Doo lunchbox that looks like the mystery machine. And it's, it's like to the point where you turn, it's a 360, it's printed on all sides, so when you turn it the front way, you can see the gang all in the, the front window. If you turn it the side way, you know, it's a side profile of Scooby and Shaggy, and then you can't really see everybody else. And then you turn it the other way, and it's everybody else. You know, it's a, it's it's very well done. It's in the shape of the mystery machine. It's very cool. Um, and Marion has, has really been into Scooby-Doo lately. And then also, they had a Paw Patrol. And I don't know, do you guys do, you guys do Paw Patrol over there? I don't, but my kids do. Well, that's good. That's good. I don't either, but my, my child does. Um, and so uh, I was like, man, she would like either one of these, but I really feel like she's going to like the uh, the uh, Paw Patrol better, but I really like the Scooby-Doo better. And I was like, well, I don't know. And so I text my wife. I'm like walking around the store and I have both of these in my basket. And I text my wife. I'm like, Paw Patrol or Scooby-Doo, dude. Hurry. <laughs> Paw Patrol or Scooby-Doo. I got to get this home and pack a lunch. Um, and while I'm waiting for her to answer me, I go ahead and I go and scan them. And they were $2 each. <laughs> so I bought them both. <laughs> and she can alternate. <laughs> yeah. It's like That's pretty cool. Two bucks. They, they, were like, they were like $13 before. It's like, this is great. Are there more? I'm going to buy extras in case these wear out. Was this at a Target? It was. It was. I tell you, Target is its all over the place. Hmm. You never know what you're going to find at Target. You might get screwed. You might get an awesome deal. Sounds like what you need is some Target practice. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh, 
moving on. Hey, Pat. Yo. You want to complain some more about something? Always. Uh, That's what the people are paying us for, right? I just, I just wanted these guys to hear you complain about this Green Lantern stuffed thing on Amazon. <laughs> All right, fine. To be fair, it's not an Amazon thing. I just happened to find it on Amazon. It's a Hallmark thing. Picture. It's one of those. It is. It is a Hallmark. It's one of those cheap. It's in quality, itty, but not in price. Itty bitties is what they they call them. Um, now. Any of you who are longtime listeners of the show know that I'm a big Green Lantern fan. Hmm? And for the most part, I will I'm I think, a sucker. Uh, Green Lantern was the first thing we talked about on this podcast, wasn't it? I think that's true. I think that's true. Um I'm a sucker for just about anything with a Green Lantern logo on it. And if you give me the character, I, I feel a compulsion to buy it. You know? Um I literally I, I just recently um have all of my collectibles like in one spot in the back of my office. Um, Mm. And I I by far, by far, I have the most Green Lantern stuff. I have one, two, three, four, five filled to the brim, large rubber Rubbermaid bins filled with Green Lantern and Green Lantern related merchandise. Uh, not including the life-size standee of Ryan Reynolds as Green Lantern. <laughs> and I hate that, but it was on sale for $4 at an FYE. And I was like, God, I just can't. I, it was a sickness. I could not leave it alone. I had to bring it home. Um, and so I was, uh, I was excited when I heard, cause itty bitties, if you don't know, they're, they're very cute. Um, like Brian said, they're, uh, they're kind of cheap. Uh, in in the way they are made, I suppose, <laughs> and not necessarily their price because they run around seven dollars a piece. Um, You're but not they're... according to Amazon. Well, how much are they on Amazon? Uh, they are <laughs> thirteen dollars. That is a lot. I wouldn't pay that much. I, if you if you buy it direct from Hallmark, it's cheaper. Um, but still not cheap enough to really warrant what they've done to me here. Uh, this is not the first time that that something of this caliber has been done. Um, they they really 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 fucked up my Green Lantern here. I was so excited when I heard that he was going to be produced because you know my daughter she has a couple of uh, the superhero girls and some princesses and stuff, um, and the superhero guys. I shouldn't be shouldn't be sexist. She does. She has Superman and Batman. She likes us a lot. Um, but, uh, I was really excited when I found out Green Lantern was coming out. Um, and then I finally just the other day saw a picture of what he looks like and Mm -hmm. everything is wrong. (laughs) Oh, not, not everything. Well, almost everything is wrong. (laughs) The only way it could be more wrong is if it was Guy Gardner. Hmm. What if it is? (laughs) <laughs> Maybe it is. So, first of all, for whatever reason, I don't know why, like Green Lantern always, he's one of those characters that has whited out eyes most of the time. You know, when he's in his super suit, he he gets whited out eyes. And that is cool. His character looks cool that way. For whatever reason, they decided to go with black eyes. At first, I thought, oh, maybe it's like a pop thing. You know, the, the Funko Pops all have black eyes for the most part. Um, sometimes even when it doesn't make sense. Uh, but I looked and it's like, nope, 
Batman and Flash both have white eyes. Green Lantern, black eyes. It looks really terrible and stupid on the uh, green mask. Um, and it, it just it doesn't fit at all. I don't know why they did that. And, you know, that would be one thing that, you know, you can kind of like, oh, you know, overlook that, I guess. But, you know, it's stupid. Uh, but then they did the thing that I hate the most. And I don't know why. This, this has happened before. There was a plush. It's a plush thing. Um, there was a plush that came out for, uh, we remember when there was a Warner Brothers store, mm-hmm. you know, many moons ago. Um, yep. there was a, a plush that came out that was kind of sort of in the Bruce Tim style of, uh, of Hal. Uh, and for whatever reason, the black parts of the costume, they opted to make gray. You know, I feel like this is from the same people who decided, that Harley Quinn, Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn's colors were red and blue and not red and black. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, they, they just don't understand the meaning of shading in comic books because sometimes Green Lantern's costume, albeit the costume is 99% black in the black areas, and then there's just like a sliver of gray, and they're like, ah, so he's wearing gray pants. Yeah, yes. or anytime they think Venom is blue. Right, right. It's like, yes, obviously Venom is blue and the rest is shading. And so when I make a toy, I will make you a blue one and you will love it, right? And, and it just, it looks terrible. Like if I, I'm just envisioning, you know, in my mind's eye, how much better this toy would look, how much more I would want to have this toy in my collection if they just changed the black the the gray parts to black, not even fixing the eyes. Although the eyes really fucking bug me. This this it it. <sighs> I mean, this is obviously one of those things that really bugs me, and it doesn't bug anybody else because they don't care. Uh, but I, like I said, I have I made it kind of an unofficial mission to collect them all. <laughs> I want to own. All of the Green Lantern merchandise that I've, you know, I, I, I've cornered off different pieces where I was like, well, okay, I, would, I don't need that. <laughs> that doesn't fall into my criteria. But fucking shit, this one does. And I'm pissed because I'm going to buy it and I'm going to be very disappointed with it. Could I make a suggestion? Yeah, please. What if you didn't? <laughs> what if I didn't? <clears throat> then, didn't then... buy it. Here's here's how my brain works. Now I'll uh, I'll state this one more time. All of my collectibles are currently in boxes and have been in boxes for at least five years because that's how long I've lived in this house and I've never had time or space or uh, setup to unpack them all. But I have this notion. <laughs> And I, I it, it's one of those things like, you know, I'm, I, it's a sickness. This, this, it's, it borders on hoarding because I have this notion that what's going to happen is one day I'm going to set out all my Green Lantern stuff and I'm going to be so proud. I'm going to be like, look at that shit, man. I have like the creme de la creme of Green Lantern collections. And some asshole is going to walk in and be like, you know, my kid's got this little one. I don't see it in there. It's called an itty bitty. And I'm going to be like, you fucker. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's all for nothing. If I can't have it all, 
then I don't have anything. I know it's it's borderline insane. Yeah. But it's yeah. it's a sickness that I've learned to just go with. It's very close to the board. <laughs> you might be making a run for the board. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Um but yeah, yeah. That's 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 what I gotta say about this. When when and, and you know that's the other thing is that um I I always I always have to explain to people a little bit why I get so overzealous for some of this stuff. Um when you know a a Batman toy comes out and it's stupid, you know, a Batman collector can say, ah, it's all right, I'll just wait for the next one. You know, I'll just I'll grab the next Batman figure and I'll be okay with that one. But it, it's not that way with Green Lantern, especially not now. You know, Green Lantern failed. And so they have actively turned their nose up at him. You know, it used to be a given for a little while. You know, Green Lantern was, it was Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Then Flash and, you know, whatever. But, you know, he was the the first runner-up, <laughs> you know. Uh, any product line that could handle four or more things had a Green Lantern in it. Now I've seen two or three lines come out now where they have just completely forgotten about them. I don't know if you've seen them. They got those little cube guys. Um, they're little plush cube guys. They're kind of stupid looking, <laughs> so it doesn't bother me that he's not in there again because I'll feel bad if I don't own it and put it in my collection. Which, which ones are the cube guys? Um, I can't remember what they're called. They might be called cubes. I don't know. Um, you, you usually find them at places like FYE or Five Below or Hot Topic. And they're just little square plush characters that have little arms and legs. They kind of remind me of pillow. Oh, okay. Pets, yeah, yeah. I see. You know, I but teeny it. tiny. I get you. Um, they have made a lot of characters and they have not made a Green Lantern. Now, I'm pretty sure there's an Aquaman. There's a Green Arrow. There's a Flash. There's obviously Superman, Batman. There's a ton. There's a host of uh, Batman villains that got made, but no Green Lantern. Hide nor hair of Green Lantern. Hmm. Um, again, the Itty Bitties line, it started out, it had um, Superman, Batman, Flash, um, Wonder Woman, Supergirl, Batgirl, and and only now are we getting to Green Lantern. And it's like, oof. You know, obviously he's he's fallen from grace. Mm. You know, uh Ryan Reynolds spent his creative juices on he he reserved them for Deadpool and he did not lavish them on Green Lantern, and so uh I'm left to suffer. Um <laughs> uh, but uh the point I'm making here is that now that, that Green Lantern collectibles are fewer and further between when they make a really shitty one, it really sucks now. Cause it's like, Oh, well, I, I guess I'll just wait and hope that they'll make another something cool. Everything or, comes around again. Or I guess I'll buy that piece of shit. <laughs> so, you know, like, like I said, lower, like you said, it, it, it will, you know, in uh, in four years, allegedly, when the possibility of a new Green Lantern movie comes out, there'll be a shit ton of Green Lantern merch all over the place, and I won't be able to keep up again, you know? Yeah, so that Justice League movie, 
I think that's going to be the make or break it. If yeah. Justice League sucks, I don't think you're getting a Green Lantern movie. Or if I, you are, yeah, I highly doubt it. If you are, it's going to be DC going, uh, we need to abandon everything we've done and start <laughs> fresh. And then you might actually get a good movie. That's but it, it would be, I, I think, delayed a bit. Here, Here's what I'm hoping for. Let me, let me say this. We saw the trailer. We talked about the trailer on here. Um, and that gives me a lot of hope. That trailer was the best thing that DC, you or whatever the fuck they're going to call it. Me? Um, uh, they, they, it's the best thing that they've done so far. You know, we got some really fun character interactions. Um, I like the notion, although it's not, it's, it's completely undeserved. That's the problem for me. Um, the, uh, the idea that, the sacrifice Superman spoiler alert, everybody. Um, the, I think the we spoiled I, that in a previous episode. Yeah, I know we did, but the, the idea that Superman dies at the end of Superman, Batman, and that he does it in a mock noble way, um, is, is supposed to have a lot of weight with Batman and Batman is going to stop being the cynical asshole Batman and start being, um, a nice guy who apparently abandons all uh, care of his secret identity and goes in in full Bruce Wayne regalia uh, to find other Bruce Wayne regalia. <laughs> yes, exactly. I better put on my better put on my Brian Sokol outfit today. <laughs> I got work to do. I got work to do. I better put on my Brian Sokol glasses. <laughs> I'm Brian. Tra la 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 la. So. It's my best impression. So, so <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So, just so we're clear on the timeline here of of these movies, uh-huh. um, how many years between Man of Steel and Dawn of Justice? Uh, remember? Uh, no, I don't remember. Like when two years, three years. Yeah. So, uh, Batman spends three years, uh, wanting to kill Superman. Right. Like consumed with that idea. Now, to be fair, he was an asshole before that, we think, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, you know, the the events of Man of Steel didn't force him to become an asshole. Uh, Likely the events of Robin getting beat to death with a crowbar did that. That's Um, immaterial to my point. Okay. But my point is that he's like, okay, I hate this guy. I'm I'm seething. I'm, I'm just spending years building up this hatred of this guy and then i'm gonna go out and kill him and uh i find out our mothers have the same name and this endears me to him and then somebody else kills him. and then somebody else kills him uh well more even more like he goes and gets himself killed for no good reason like when Uh there were plenty of other options available so what are you left like if you're batman like if i'm batman i'd be going wow that guy was dumb (laughs) <laughs> greatest detective my ass <laughs> but instead he's just like wow man he gave his life for us even though he totally didn't have to and we could have easily defeated this guy any number of other ways uh he gave he he chose to give his life for us so i will um assemble a team to fight the threat that i know is coming from my dreams actually now that i say that part i guess the whole thing makes sense because none of it makes sense right Right. It make all of it makes an equal amount of sense. Yeah, because that's that's the key there is that nobody 
the dream theme, the dream thing, I feel like uh, they're at, at some point in Justice League part two or whatever, they're going to say, you know, like they're going to explain it and they're going to be like, oh yeah, we were, we used this technology to send subliminal, you know, or they'll just, you know, like, do right. it. they'll be like, oh man, we could use this technology to send subliminal messages back to Batman in the past. And like, oh, that's how the dreams and everything. But I imagine it actually being like they made this movie and then someone goes, so Zack Snyder, how, how is he having those dreams? Is that like a machine or something for like from the future? And he's just like, no man, you don't get it. He's, he's like in tune with the universe, you know? Right. And he's like, and then someone's just like, okay, but like, we're going to have to explain it to people at some point. Cause that's not something Batman does. And Zack Snyder is probably just like, no, 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 no. You don't get it. None of you guys get it. You know, this is the vision. <laughs> And stuff. And You're then, all continuing to not get it. I don't understand what else I can say. And, and then You're at some point, idiots. And then at some point, like a note comes down from some executive that's just like, "I would love to hear how you guys are planning to explain this." And then he's just like, "I'm not." And then they're like, "Yes, you are." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yes, you are. <laughs> and and so now we have Justice League, right? And they probably told him, "Hey." Uh, Knock it off with your crappy vision and start making entertaining movies. <laughs> well, again, I, I have lar- large hopes for the fact that Jeff Johns is now like mock in charge. You know, mock he, <laughs> he is uh, he is the, the guy. He is the guy who who can say yeah or no. And hopefully... You know, in the past, he hasn't done that great a job of this. <laughs> no, remember, did you see? Uh, did you see the special with Kevin Smith and Jeff Johns was on it talking I about? He saw bits and pieces. It was super awkward. I yeah. think we talked about it on the show. I think we did too. It was super awkward because Kevin Smith is just like completely fanboy nerding out uh-huh. to the point where it just he, he might as well have just been ad libbing the whole thing, which and he Jeff, may have been. And Jeff Johns is like standing there with no energy, just like um, reciting his memorized, uh-huh. you know, oh, here's the thing. Here's what's great about this movie. You know, finally, we have Batman and Superman together in the same movie. And then Kevin Smith, who's stoned out of his mind, is just like, oh, my God, you guys, <laughs> did you hear what he just said? They're both in the same movie. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. I didn't realize this was happening. So yeah, uh, I don't I don't have any higher hopes knowing that Jeff Johns is involved because I'm not even sure that he's <laughs> that he even cares in it anymore. Well, I I again I think that he does. Um, I feel like because uh, here's Jeff Johns has my support because of what he's done in the past. I'm I'm giving him the, uh, the benefit of the doubt. benefit of the doubt because. I mean, he came in and he fixed Green Lantern. Like, there's no no way about it. No other way about it. Without Jeff Johns, there wouldn't even have been a notion to make a Green Lantern movie. Like, ever. Right. Yeah, he <laughs> he definitely pulled Green Lantern up from the bargain bin. And you know, he, he Green Lantern had fallen into the B listers. Oh yeah. After C- having a pretty C- good after C- having C- a pretty good revival in the '90s. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, Kyle Rayner really brought out a lot of fans. I know a lot of people who are, who are flat out Kyle Rayner fans, you know? Um, but, uh, you know, bot- bottom line, he, he has my vote <laughs> because 
he has done well in the past. Now, I think that this time, now I, I feel like before it was like he was a big wig in the comic side, but not really anywhere else. Right. Now he has the power. He is He Man. <laughs> and now it's it's funny because Marvel's movie, like Marvel Studios and Marvel Comics are feuding, basically. They're having like a right. Cold War kind of a thing going on. And they're still making, uh, like the the movie train is just trucking along. I, I mixed that metaphor a little bit there, but you know they they just keep on cranking out these movies of equal quality. You know they, I mean, I don't really think any of the Marvel movies lately have, um, you know, they fall they've fallen into a groove. You know they're they're cranking out these movies and they're all follow the same basic like we're gonna give you like eighty percent of what you've always wanted. You know, we're going to play it safe, right. but we're, this is going to be an enjoyable ride that doesn't break any ground, basically. That's right. Marvel movies, and you just like to watch them. Yeah. yeah and the, well, but then, they, they did their groundbreaking, and now they're just living in their luxury home yeah. that they built. <laughs> Meanwhile, DC, they've got, like, the entire organization of Time Warner behind them trying to do this these movies and comic books that tie in, and, like, everything is all focused on doing this and they just like um like they can't find they just keep breaking ground nothing is not groundbreaking right but they can't find the proper ground to be broken <laughs> you know it's like they or broke perhaps some, they can't find the right tool to break the ground i don't know it's like they, they broke some ground and everyone's like we didn't no one cares about that ground go break some different ground <laughs> that that ground over there the, no one even goes over there right. who cares why are you breaking that ground get over here look at this ground this is Perfectly good unbroken ground over here. Bring your Green Lantern over here and break this ground. Like, ah, no, we already used that one. And then they're like, no, 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 no. You don't, you don't get it, all right? When I look at that ground way over there in the shadow that you can't really see, uh, that's that's the ground, all right? Man, you don't get it. You got to see the vision, <laughs> right? You see it? And they're like, no, again, it's, in the, it's in the dark. I can't see that ground over there. Wrong. That's, the, that's it, man. Wrong foreman for the job. <laughs> right, exactly. So, you know, uh, I, I think I think that it's it's pretty clear to most folks out here that that Zack Snyder's vision is not what we want. Yeah. You know, and, you know, honestly, um, if if you are the kind of person who likes these Zack Snyder movies, I'm cool with that. I know of a lot of people who like them because they could give two shits about these characters in the comics and stuff. Well, and you know what's and, funny? Actually, it, 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 it depends on the person, too. And I feel like it depends on what era they grew up in because i'll tell you my brother um my brother's a, a big comic book fan now he doesn't really read comic books anymore he's kind of like me where it's like i love the genre you know mm-hmm. um i don't partake per se but i love the genre um you know he i don't think he's read comic books in years um but he he really is passionate about the uh you know, when, when new movies and stuff get made. Um, and when Man of Steel came out, I, I remember talking to him about it. And uh, I was like, oh, gosh, you know, I just thought it was a stinker. And he's like, really? I really liked it. Now, this is the kind of guy, though, that was brought up on The Dark Knight Returns and Frank Miller's Batman. Like, that is the Batman that he identified most with. You know, he was like, this is what I've always wanted to see. Not some goofy cape crusader. 
I want to see Batman out for blood. <laughs> um, and and so that the fact that that just so happens to be what we're getting right this second, um, he really likes it, and I am and constantly like how. How is this possible? That, yeah, but that we we used to agree on stuff, buddy, and now you're talking this nonsense. Um, it, and and I I did <clears throat> both of my brothers. My my one brother is from uh, he, he lives out in Vegas. Um, he he was in town this past weekend, and both of my brothers told me how much they enjoyed Jared Leto's Joker. And I was like, ooh, I haven't seen the movie, so I can't really say for sure, but I hate it. <laughs> you know, it's like I just I can't get behind the visual like just nothing about it says the Joker to me. Everything about like maybe he does a stellar performance, but I think everything that they've done with him visually is offensive to me. Um so I mean, you know, I'll I'll, I'll wait till I see the movie officially to to say, but um I feel like it's a it's a huge miss. <clears throat> you know, um the the fans of these movies, I think, and I, I include myself in this category, the the fans, um, the people who want to be fans of these movies but can't, uh-huh. um, and you and I were talking about this off screen, off panel earlier, um, about the new Power Rangers movie and how yes. certain changes to the characters just don't feel right and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like everybody needs to sit down, find your nearest Transformers fan and <laughs> and sit down with them and have a an honest uh, heart-to-heart discussion about how do you deal with when your characters are rebooted every other year. And it's a, it, you know, when, once you kind of come to grips with it, <laughs> it's it's really actually quite easy. But now here's the thing, okay? When when your brothers say we really liked Jared Leto's portrayal of the Joker, mm-hmm. um, in their heads, what they're saying is, uh, we really liked this universe's Joker. But what you're saying is, I don't like that this is the Joker. Right. So, right. like for example, when I look at um, Optimus Prime in the movies, I go, you know, most people look at that and they go, wow. That is not my Optimus Prime. Mm-hmm. That guy, uh, like, murders people and tears people's heads <laughs> off. Yeah. You know, true. and crushes their heart in front of their face and stuff like that and shoots Kelsey Grammer right in the face. Uh, I look at that and I go, that is not my Optimus Prime, but that is literally a different character. Like, that character could meet, could feasibly meet my Optimus Prime in a story. They are completely separate characters. Right. Um, and in fact, like it, Transformers fans have had to deal, we have come up with coping mechanisms <laughs> to deal with these things so that we don't have to ever go, uh, well, that's not my Optimus Prime. You know, right. I, I don't like what they've done with that Optimus Prime because all we're doing is going, oh, they've created another character and named him Optimus Prime and he has the same motifs. You know, good for them. Whatever. Moving on. Um, and it's, it is neurotic, but if you go on tfwiki.net uh-huh. and you search for universal streams, 
<clears throat> list of universal streams, every single uh, version or instance of a character has been logged in a parallel universe that has its own name. Well, there you go. Uh, and they are, I, I couldn't even tell you there are like thousands of them. Well, you know, okay. And, and from, from my point of view, again, cause I, I do get what you're saying and I, I like what you're saying actually. Um, but what I would retort to that, um, from your end, you know, it's like weather in Chicago. If you don't like what you're seeing on in Transformers, you know, wait around a little while. You'll see something new. Yeah, and I am I am speaking from a place of Transformers being um, an unstoppable juggernaut at the moment that must continue. Right. You know, if we do get back to a point um, where Transformers peters out again, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, like right now, it's it's basically the second golden age of Transformers right now because we're. Um, you know, the masterpiece line is in full swing. Mm-hmm. Um, Hasbro is like in earnest producing, uh, f- you know, characters and toys for older collectors mm-hmm. of um, G1 characters and stuff. And the comics are absolutely amazing. And the movies still suck, but at least <laughs> at least they make Hasbro a billion dollars so that they can keep on doing this stuff. Right. Right. And um yeah, that's why we to- that. that's why we tolerate the movies honestly because we're just like, yeah, crank another one out. I'll go give you my 14 bucks so that, you know, next year you can give me another awesome toy line that's completely unrelated to the movies. Right. You know, and the third party is, you know, still in full swing despite some uh, you know, cool down there. But yeah, I'm 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 speaking from a you know from my high horse at the moment. You know, I I and I have been there. You know, Transformers fans have been there at the time when the lines have died. You know, when it right. when it cooled off completely, and we were just like, oh well, that's it. Yep, that, that's it all we get. Sweeps back up again. So, which I, and again, I don't begrudge you of it. I I am happy for you. Yeah. Um, all all I'm just... saying is, we are so overwhelmed with reinterpretations of characters uh that it doesn't even phase us anymore so that's right. why i'm like i look at the power rangers movie posters and stuff like that and i'm like uh those are clearly not my 90s characters and i don't care they're <laughs> you know they're fine whatever but the reason and, and i can totally do that also for the Zack snyder movies but then i also have to you know objectively look at the movies and be like okay well those are just those are just bad movies Right. Yeah. You know, if you if if they wanted to reinterpret Superman and Batman in a dark and gritty way and produce a phenomenal movie, I am absolutely a hundred percent on board. Well, yeah. sure. I think I think most people would be. Is that you know whether or not you liked it, you know? Okay, that that's that's a really good example. As a fan of Batman, my preferred Batman leans more towards Adam West. You know, mm-hmm. personally, I just I like some silly fun in my superheroes. I like a little camp. Um, maybe not quite that much, but you know, if, if I'm going to pick a Batman, it's probably, um, him or her, uh, you know, uh, 89 Batman, you know, um, that said the dark Knight is far and away. One of the greatest superhero movies of all time, you know, or, or I guess I should say super villain movies of all time. Because, I, I I mean, I could watch that movie all day. 
I could just <laughs> they hit the nail on the head so hard <laughs> by making it a dark and gritty and spooky movie that it just like I said it it boggles the mind it boggles the mind the joker again you know mark hamill really is my joker you know mm-hmm. the animated series really did it for me but shit do i respect the hell out of uh heath ledger's joker i love it you know um and and like i said that's that's the 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 thing about it is that if you're going to do it and you do it really fucking well then I'm going to care a lot less about the little things that you got wrong. You know? Um, but uh, things are going to be different for different people at different times in their lives. You know, when when our kids are old enough to understand, sadly, these versions of these characters are going to be who they think of. Mm-hmm. They're not going to think of Chris Reeve when they think of Superman. You know? He's yep. dead. He, they're going to think about Chris Reeve as Superman as often as we think about Kirk Allen. Do you even know who Kirk Allen is? <laughs> is that uh, Superboy? No, he was Superman in the 1940s serials. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. Kirk, because, go for it. <laughs> because people, because the, the, it's almost the same. Because... The 40s were 40-some years before we were born. And the 70s were 40-some years before our children were born. Pat, last week we celebrated the uh, 20th anniversary of Beast Wars. Yeah, yeah. And like the 33rd anniversary of Masters of the Universe. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And this year was the 30th anniversary of Transformers the movie. Yeah. So yeah, so we got old. That's yeah, we got at. old. It's okay. It's good. It's good. You know, the alternative is death. So <laughs> I'll take getting old. Before, but uh, b- before we switch topics, real quick. Yeah. Uh huh. I just want to mention. Do you remember that toy line of tactics? Tactics. That sounds familiar. It was. But I- it was like it was a um, like a almost like a hero clicks. They were little uh-huh. statues that had fiery oh, yeah, missiles yeah, yeah, and you would yeah, move yeah. them around and on they, a board. Uh, we we had a uh, we had a whole bunch of the bases. Yeah. And we used to put them in the window at the comic shop. Yes. Yep. Iocus 606.0 Beta is the universal stream where characters from the Attactics toy line live. <laughs> okay. That I'm, is I told you it's a neurosis. Absurd. Yeah. Delightfully absurd. Okay. There's a name for every single thing. That's good, though. <clears throat> I like it. There's um, uh, Primax... Uh, 689.20 Theta uh, was a script reading of the episode Visitations at a convention. Oh, gosh. That just became so popular they had to... It doesn't matter if it's popular or not. It just has to be reported. has to be. Some of these are just like uh, micro continuities of like this was a profile written on the back of somebody's toy bio. Okay, okay, hold on a second. Is this editable? Editable? Yes. So you could this edit it yep. right this moment? I could. So technically... Tec- <laughs> that's true. Technically speaking, if for some reason said Eeyore, Eeyore Optimus Prime <laughs> was on our show, we could be part of the continuity? 
Uh, yeah. Autobots roll out. <laughs> All right, moving on. I'm gonna put fix the list. that for me. Put it on there. <laughs> Goes. Uh, what would that be? Where would that go? That would probably fall into the. Uh, I'm guessing that would fall into the Iocus, uh stream family which is miscellaneous franchises without accompanying fiction. <laughs> I could accompany some fiction. Well, then it would move into something else, I guess. Something else. Uh, we don't have time for that, Brian. No. Here's what I want to talk about real quick. Uh-huh. Did you get anything cool this week? Did I get anything cool this week? Or recently? Um, I Let's see. Let's see. what What is surrounding me? Um, you know what I got? I'll tell you what I got. Um, I got some super teeny tiny superpowers. Uh, yeah. Have, have I intrigued you? No, no, no. How tiny are these? <laughs> they are two inches in height. They're very tiny. All right. You have um, my attention. So, uh, they are from gentle giant, which is funny. <laughs> <laughs> Um, gentle giant who, who is, is more well-known right now for, uh, creating, um, very large versions of action figures we know and love. You know, they, they've been doing, um, GI Joe, Star Wars, the vintage Kenner line, um, the superpowers line. They've moved into doing some Batman, the animated series stuff. Um, and they're just trying to using, um, 3D scanners and printers, they're doing their best to replicate um, the aesthetic of these original figures. Now, from what I understand, even on the very big figures, like the, there's no knee articulation on the uh, superpowers toys. Now, the they ha it looks like there is, but it's not actually functioning. And I'm sure that's just a cost issue because these things are already really expensive. Uh, you'll spend, I think, anywhere between 80 and 100 and some dollars for these guys. And Jeez. it's brand new, you know. Um, so you're, you you got really, you either have to really be a, a big fan of a whole line to collect them, I think, or uh, uh, be rich. <laughs> um, me personally, I'm waiting for my superpowers Green Lantern. Gonna Gonna totally get that. And other than that, I have the, uh, from Mattel, Mattel did giant He-Man figures. I got the Skeletor. Uh, of course I did. But um, they also, Gentle Giant has also decided, hey, we can go big. Why can't we go super Why teeny can't tiny? can't we go home? <laughs> I went big. Now I want to go home. Uh, they, they started this trend with... Um, uh, the Secret Wars line um, from or, uh, Marvel. So they they did it a little weirder for them, though. They they made teeny tiny bodies, but they kept the heads big and just made them a bobblehead. Um, so again, that's that's a little weird. Um, currently available, uh, I've only ever seen them at Walgreens, and Walgreens has certain exclusives which I guess makes sense why Walgreens has them, but I don't think I've ever seen them anywhere else. 
So uh, Secret Wars has uh, Hobgoblin, um, Spider-Man Red and Blue, and Spider-Man Black costume. Um, the Wolverine. Spider-Man Red and Spider-Man Blue? <laughs> no, just Spider-Man Red and Blue. Spider-Man Black. Not Miles Morales. And uh, Wolverine. And, and, and Walgreens exclusive didn't actually exist in the old time Deadpool. Um, which they're fun. You know I mean? They originally retailed for two ninety nine, but now they retail for three ninety nine. So it's, eh, you know, it's not too bad. It's, it's pretty cheap as far as things go, but this is also, you're talking about a two inch high figure that has almost no action in it. <laughs> hmm. Um, that said, I did buy like the whole set of superpowers figures today that came out. So right now, uh, I don't have the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive three-pack um, that has Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman in it. The Batman, as far as I can tell, is exactly the same as the one that you can buy in stores. Um, but the Superman and Wonder Woman are exclusive, at least for now, to that three-pack. Um, then they released uh, Batman, Robin, Joker, Flash, which seems like a departure there. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, a Walgreens exclusive Lex Luthor. So those are the five that I currently have. And they're, they're pretty cool. I like, you know, I, I was talking last episode about how I, I really, I dig miniatures. I like the idea that, uh, my eight inch action figure can hold these and kind of pretend that they're gentle giant 12 inch action figures. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the paint job is a little sloppy on them. They're, you know, they're really tiny and they're trying to jam a lot of detail on there. Um, and again, the you can definitely see where the articulation would be on these guys. But I hear tail their heads are mobile, but I haven't opened mine yet, so I don't know for sure. Um, and that as a selling point is pretty poor. <laughs> um, the only other thing that I would say is kind of a bummer. Uh, no accessories. You know, I kind of was hoping that they would just be molded right into their hands um, because the Joker's mallet accessory um, was like the one of my favorite parts of that figure. So the fact that it's not there is a little bit of a bummer. Um, and of course, the biggest bummer of all is that they didn't get to Green Lantern yet. <laughs> mm. So I'm uh, I'm banking on that happening soon so I could buy like a dozen. So I asked you this question because I wanted to talk about stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> now I'm done talking. It's your turn. Yes. So um, <clears throat> I got some things uh, recently uh-huh. that I'm pretty excited about. Uh, and I, I wasn't sure if I was going to be excited, but now that I actually have them, I'm very excited. Nice. So I, I don't remember if we talked on the show a while back about this or not, but <clears throat> or if I just was talking to you, but uh, there was a... You know, Hasbro and Takara, um, they're both putting out their own Transformers. You know, they're usually just repaints of each other. Uh, but when it came to this box set of Technobots that form Computron, mm-hmm. they did something very strange. So what they had previously been doing was Hasbro would put out um, a set and there would be like one guy who is different than the traditional set who make up the combiners. And they would do that because they would need additional molds and then they might release the correct guy later on as a single pack or something. Mm 
And then Takara would put out the same guys, but with the correct, you know, the like the traditional combination team. And with like just a little bit better paint job. But when they when it came to Computron, for some reason, they're both different entirely. Not mm. a single guy is the same guy in both of these sets. And I had gone back and forth on which one I was going to get, and I originally settled on the Takara version. Uh, the Takara version has a better-looking uh, nose cone, the, the guy who forms a drill tank. I thought he had a better-looking strafe, um, and they remolded. So the, the center guy, Silverbolt, it, not Silverbolt, who's this guy? Scattershot is remolded from Silverbolt. In, in the Hasbro one, he's a straight-up repaint. But in the Takara one, they've remolded parts to make him look more like Computron. Um, That's cool. He doesn't come with the awesome, unique hands and feet that the Hasbro one comes with, and he doesn't come with Scrounge that the Hasbro one comes with. So I got him. I ordered him, and he came in. And then, because apparently no one wants the Hasbro one, he went on sale uh, at, I don't remember where, Big Bad Toy Store probably. And seeing that, I picked up the other one as well. So I have, I, this is a unique situation for me. I've never done this. I've never bought the same character from, uh, from America and Japan. <laughs> and I could not be happier with the decision because they're both completely different. Well, that's awesome. And the only, so I don't understand how this happened. You know, how did they get to a point where, so like Strafe, um, Takara remolded Blastoff into Strafe and Hasbro remolded Air Raid into Strafe. Interesting. Why did they both do separate things? I don't know. Hasbro remolded Brawl into Nosecone. Uh, Takara remolded Rook into Nosecone. Why make two separate ones? <laughs> Why did you both do this? That's really funny. Yeah, you know, for uh, Lightspeed, they both just repainted different cars. Guys who turn into cars, uh -huh. they just repainted different ones. And then for um, Afterburner, the motorcycle, they they are the identical mold. Okay, they're both a re they're both a retool of Groove, or as they call now pre tools, because they plan to do these things ahead of time. Uh, <clears throat> but they're both the exact same mold, but with completely different paint schemes. Mm -hmm. And what I found was, uh, actually having them in hand, uh, the Hasbro one. I didn't realize this from looking at the pictures. The Hasbro one, 100% favors the original toys in terms of homage. Okay. Um, except for this, the central guy who just is a repaint of an aerial bot, which was disappointing, but I'll get to that. Um, he has different wings and a different... Net. Like, there is remolding going on, but it like when he's combined, he just looks like Silverbolt with different paint. Mm. Um, the Takara one is 100% TV car cartoon oh, homaged. Okay. And like, so I was like putting the two strafes side by side, and I was like, they have completely different heads, and yet both of them say strafe to me. And then I had to go do some research, and I'm like, oh yeah, this one is this cartoon head, and this is the one that was the head on the original toy. You know? And then Scrounge, of course, he's just a yellow repaint of Cosmos, but he's super cool. Like, it's really hard to get his head up, though, because he's like a dome. 
but he's super cool and there's no reason for him to be in this set because he's not technically a technobot uh-huh but i love him anyway he's sitting on my desk right now he's the only one i have out here right now it's a it's a great mold from the neck down yeah that, that i can attest to um and then i had already planned on ordering from perfect effect the little upgrade set that puts like a super g1 accurate chest and head oh nice on him so the Takara one has a somewhat accurate remolded chest and head. So I put I ended up putting the superposable hands and feet on the Takara one and the chest and head upgrade on the Hasbro one. And no. between the two of them now, like I, I I'm trying to like I feel like my display would look weird having two Computrons. Uh-huh. And I literally cannot decide which one to display. They're both fantastic. Is there any way you can just pick the best pieces of everything? No. No, that's I can't. not like, how I, I feel like, cause like now, the, is that not how it works, or you just can't like no, you can't decide. I, what's I, best. I couldn't decide because the okay. the Takara one, like some of the colors, I feel like are a little bit off from both the toy and the cartoon model. Uh-huh. But like for example, um, the motorcycle one, Afterburner, his colors are more red when they. I feel like they should be more orange. But when you combine them all together, they have a slightly more unified color scheme because they're all similar shades of burgundy and such. Okay. Whereas the Hasbro one, there's more like pinks and reds and oranges and yellows and browns. Like it's, it's, it's all fall colors, but it's much more varied. And that's how the original toys were. Whereas the, the Takara one from the animation model, they always drew him to be a lot darker and more, a little bit more uniform in color. And if I mix and match them, I just feel like it would just be like yeah, pandemonium just, at that point. Making, making it worse, not better. Yeah. And even the, um, like there's the, uh, light speed on the Hasbro one who turns into a car. They didn't even put a different head on him. It's a complete straight up repaint of streetwise. And I still think it looks fantastic. I don't, I, I'm really perplexed by this entire endeavor. Um, and I just had them both sitting on my desk and I was like, this was, I was, I was all set to regret this. <laughs> <laughs> And, and it's, now it's just the best thing ever. Yeah, and I, I don't even... Uh, maybe I'll put one of them in... Like, maybe I'll put up... Maybe I'll figure out which one looks the best in combined mode and which ones look the best in individual robot modes or there something. There you go. Yeah, that would like be like that cool. or something, you know? Um, but man, I tell you, the, I was going to regret this, and I do not <laughs> at all. It's fantastic. So you guys go on my Instagram. I haven't taken any pictures yet, but someday go on my Instagram, and you'll I'm sure you'll see them on there. Comparison shots of the figures and everything. It's going to be pretty cool. I'll bet. Also, my masterpiece, Delta Magnus, came in, and it's glorious. I, want, I just wanted to mention that because in the comics, he has like one brief appearance, and it turns out his catchphrase is glorious, <laughs> and it really annoys people. That's awesome. Yeah, he's basically he's Ultra Magnus and Diaclone colors. Oh, okay. Ultra Magnus is one of the one of the better, probably one of the among the best of the masterpiece molds. Mm-hmm. Very fun transformation. Anyway, that was all I wanted to talk about there. Good. Just super excited for these two Computrons. You know, and like the other thing, like if I wanted, um, if I wanted a proper blast off, who was part of Bruticus in America. They just repainted one of the jets from one of the aerial bots, but mm-hmm. he's supposed to be a space shuttle. Mm-hmm. And if I wanted to get him his proper space shuttle mold, I would have to buy the Japanese Bruticus, which would mean I would have complete duplicates of the other five guys. That sucks. Is Shockwave part of that? No. So four guys. 
to the other four guys just to get that one or pay the cost of the four, you know, for everything on eBay for just the one guy. And it's not worth it, you know, but this Computron is just such a unique thing that I, I, I cannot stress enough how much I do not understand how this, how these two things came to be, <laughs> uh, but they're fantastic. Well, it worked in your favor. Yeah. I just love putting the two strafes next to each other. I thought from the pictures I was going to hate the Hasbro strafe mm-hmm. uh, because it, it, it from the pictures, it just looks like they slapped different wings on an aerial bot and, you know, threw a different paint job on it. But when you actually, when I actually hold it in hand, I'm like, you know, I really see it really evokes the original toy. <laughs> just looking at it. And um, anyway, I'm, I'm done gushing. I'm done gushing. <laughs> So, moving on. <clears throat> Pat. Yeah. I am sad, but also, uh, you know, a little bit proud to say that that was the last topic of Structured Gibberish. This is the 200th episode. We've been yep. doing this for, I want to say, f- over four years now. Uh, where's, where's my card? We started in 2012. Yeah, uh, this, I, I I hid the start date on our business cards. This is the last episode, guys. Now you made this, it. Yeah, thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, this time, this is not a uh, like a this you know is not a fake reboot. Yeah, this, this is not is, a, an in joke or a, a no. fake out. Or we're not going to be, you know, at least rebranding. Yeah, at least for the moment. Right. Like, Who knows what the, the the future is always open, and yeah. we we will we will probably be back to do, you know, one offs stuff like that. You yeah, know? I, I feel like the special edition. I, at at this time, we are not sure if the multiverse review is going to continue. If it does, it will be much less, much much less frequent. Yeah. Um, the special editions. I feel like you might still hear from us from time to time. Yeah, I think probably edition. probably the same amount. Of time, you, you'll yeah. you'll hear from this. In other words, you won't hear from us for most of the winter, but then in the summer we'll be back like every other <laughs> right. week. So, um, um, yeah. But anyway, you know, I just thought we'd take some time at the end here and maybe just share some fond memories of of doing the show over the years. And I don't have any, so good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm Brian. Kidding. I'm Brian kidding, has Pat. just hated every moment. Every, <laughs> you know, it's actually not true, but. <laughs> for for nostalgia's sake, um, I pulled out the original microphone oh, nice. that I that we started with that I had here, which I always felt like I needed to get really close up to it in order to make it sound good because I now, haven't yet figured this, out the post processing. Blue balls. This is the blue ball. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta these, love the blue balls. The the snowball from the company Blue. Yeah. Um, the blue balls. It looks really nice. I've always loved the way it looked. Yeah, uh, it just didn't uh, it didn't pick up audio as good as I'd hoped. You know? <laughs> but uh, you know, what I did was my um, my son has a a fever. Uh, he's got an ear, really bad ear infection. Oh, and uh, my office where we normally record is right up. It's like right down the stairs from his room, so the noise travels like right past his door. And you know, on an, any normal night. Um, I can do a podcast and not wake the kids up because they're sound asleep, but he's really like, you know, on, uh, on the razor's edge there. I don't know if that's the right, he could wake up at, at the, the slightest noise just because mm-hmm. he's so he's, he's sleeping lightly cause he's a bit, um, agitated. But anyway, so I've moved back into the living room where I used to record. 
Oh, there you go. I set up a card table here. Um, all of my hookups from when I used to record in here were still like just rolled up and stuffed in the corner. So that's what I used to do with all of my old hookups too. Yeah. (laughs) Just roll them up and stuff them in the corner. Anyway, the police will be here to to check that out. Oh, HR is calling. Hold on. Um, yeah. So anyway, so I dug out the old microphone and thought that would be more fun than trying to disconnect the whole swing arm from my desk and everything and bring it over <laughs> here. So, um, so anyway, yeah. So if you're, if my voice sounds a little bit, uh, nostalgic, <laughs> it's because I'm using the old microphone. Yeah. Don't, don't worry. He's not actually feeling it. It's just yeah. from the mic. You know, the, mic. the reason we started this show, uh, four years ago was because, um, Pat and I, Pat used to live in Chicago in downtown and I, well, I've, I've moved around. I lived in Crete and I lived in uh, Cedar Lake and, um, but, and I lived in Valpo for a little bit or sometimes I would be there visiting my parents and whatnot. And, um, Pat's work schedule, uh, at the time was such that, well, actually, I guess it's true now too, but you had some days off, you know, right. entire days off, right. you know? Um, and so I would be working from home or something and we would just, you know, cause we didn't see each other in person as much actually since we have kids, we don't either. But <laughs> even, you know, back then before we had kids, when we lived so far away from each other, we didn't see each other very much. And right. so we would just hop on Skype and we would have these conversations about the news and, um, all sorts of things. And, uh, you know, at being vain people that we are, we said, you know, some of these conversations, I think it would just be great if we just recorded these and put them out on the internet. And it turns out that that's called podcasting. <laughs> it um, is. That's, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, we, we had these conversations. I don't even know how long, because there were times when we would just get on and play Star Trek together. Right. For a long time. Um, like we, we had a weekly ritual of just getting together and getting on Skype and doing something. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, uh, some of our friends over at uh, Sad Clown Radio, they started a podcast and some other people I knew started podcasts. And, and I always said, you know, I'm not going to fall into that. I'm not going to be the hip, you know, just because everyone else is doing I that. swear to God, I will not be hip. I refuse to be <laughs> hip All right, and do the podcasting thing. All right, podcasts, those are going to die out. No one likes those. No one's going to buy that. But, um, you know... Uh, it it wasn't like it was super easy to get going mm-hmm. with this. You know, we made a stupid website with a default WordPress theme, <laughs> um, some cheap hosting, which I'm just now, even though we haven't been using it, like the old archives of the episodes are still on the original <laughs> hosting server. And I'm just now like canceling that, mm-hmm. um, which by the way, all the episodes, I'm still restoring them to the site, all the past episodes, but they'll all still be on the site when we're done. Um, yeah, so don't worry if you need a fix. Yeah. We'll still be there in spirit. Yeah, so one day, and we never released episode zero. I still have the recording of episode zero. Pat and I sat down, and we were just like, okay, we're going to see how this goes. And we'll record something and, um, you know, just see if it feels right. Right. And And I believe, were we in the same room the first time out? No. No, it was Skype over the internet. It was still Skype? Yeah. Because I know we did an early episode where we were in the same room, and it was just the worst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that that was like episode six or something like that. We were, that should not have happened. 
Perch McCall. Pat, I Perch think McCall. Episode. Yes, that was it. That was exactly it. Now, uh, we, because uh, you guys care, you guys really care. Uh, we're gonna. Re- I'm gonna reveal all of our secrets. We used to name each podcast based on the same system that we named the show by. Um, I would randomly squiggle my finger around on the swipe keyboard and whatever two words came up together, um, we, we used now it would sometimes be like, now that's stupid or, or actually more often than not, it's like, oh no, it's come up before because you know, it's a learning thing. And so you squiggle your finger around, (laughs) it's seemingly (laughs) random, but you've done it the same way. Before. About about the time that we switched over to the new adventures was about the time where Pat was like it was taking him so many tries to come up with words that it had right. not sent before. Right. So um, we're like this is dumb. Stop but it. Yeah, there was uh, I probably can't. I probably should have done this earlier, but if I could go back 4 years in my text messages, <laughs> um, I could tell you what the original suggestions for the name of the show were. Yeah, I mean they were they were pretty fun, and then we were like we we just took two we were like well structure came up and gibberish came up, and we're like okay yeah, and once you thought about it, you're like oh yeah actually that's it, it actually it works really well yeah so the the name so don't stru- steal it yeah it's still our name the name structure gibberish was not like something that we you know came up with you know because right. was- you know, after doing the show and we we're like what what's a good way to describe this. It was literally just pick two random words, <laughs> put them together, and see what happens. Turns out, worked out pretty well. Yeah. Pretty indeed. And so that's why all the original names were just random, you know, didn't make sense. <laughs> right. Everything. What did we do for New Adventures? That was... Um, that was for movie quotes, quotes yeah. So, I mean, I think I felt like that was pretty... I'll tell you what. Planetary. I think that I, anybody could have guessed. I think I regret going with the... In hindsight, going with the friends naming scheme for <laughs> what we're doing right now. Yeah, uh, it, it worked for a little while and then it stopped working. Yeah. But so you know, <clears throat> that's really why we're ending the show. We're ashamed. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know where we would go from here. I mean, we I, I feel like, we, you know, there was a long running gag of us trying to do as many tropes right. from like comic books and, you know, TV shows and stuff as we could. Um, we, and you know, we, we had plenty of attempts to try and reinvent the show to make it a little more fun for us to do. And after a while, you know, in the beginning we did have a lot of structure and after trying a couple of different things, I think we just got to the point where we were just like, you know, who really gives a shit about the structure? Right. Let's just talk about well, whatever we want to talk about. Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, you not to, you know, bring everybody down, but we never, we never hit it big, Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, if you're listening to this right now, I, that's a win. <laughs> so I want you to know right now, if you're hearing my voice, other than you, Brian, mm-hmm. uh, if, if anybody else is hearing my voice and not you, Amanda, you know, you can hear me through the vents. <laughs> if anybody else is hearing my voice, that means, uh, I, I am deeply humbled and gratified, <laughs> um, because, you know, I, I, I am I'm a person who actually actively assumes that nobody wants to be around. You know, it's just one of those you know uh idiosyncrasies like I I never call people cuz I assume I'm bothering them. Uh it's not cuz I don't like people, it's just because I assume that they don't want to be bothered by me. And uh 
And so having this was, was nice. You know, the idea that, uh, you know, people who, you know, there, there was at least one complete stranger to us that listened to the show. I don't know if he still listens, but he was an avid listener. Mm-hmm. Um, Neil, I'm talking to you, buddy. Yeah. All the, um, any other listeners we had, um, it was a pretty revolving door of listening. You know, like whenever we would ask people, hey, you know, talk to us on, you know, whatever social thing right. and stuff. Um, you know, if we got anybody, um, that would if be like got, the one time. One, yeah, that would be, be the like, one time yeah. they talk and then they'd be gone. Yeah. Um, but, I tried to run contests. Oh, man. Brian hated it because I, I, I would just be like, oh, man. I got an extra one of these. Let's try and run a contest. And Ryan's like, nobody, nobody listens. I, I have an extra Computron. <laughs> so, Pat, I'm going to read to you. Uh-huh. All right? June 5th, 2012, uh, 7.48 p.m. You texted me and said 9.30-ish for Skyping. And I said, sounds good. I'm going to record it as if it were a podcast in case it is. <laughs> and then I think I was, uh, you know, processing the episode like two days later because on june 7th uh you were uh texting me you started sending me the uh the names okay so i'm gonna read to you all of the original (laughs) all of the original pairs of words that you sent me from which we pulled structured gibberish out of and also the um, uh the name of one of our uh, later episodes. I think okay. at least one. I feel like I feel uh, like there no, actually there's a couple of them in here now that I that we we were like, oh man, that's just too good. Actually, man, one of these is really good. I'm I kind of wish we'd used it, but anyway. <laughs> so this is it. Ready? All right, I'm ready. Parcheesi paycheck. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, poltergeist overlaid. Pretty custody. Extinguish thong. Oh, I'm sorry, throng. Scrutiny later. Sorry, you got that throng, buddy. Nudity Creative. Frederick Brunch. <laughs> headlines <laughs> Headlines Gibberish. I just wanna I just wanna mention um when you wrote Frederick Brunch, I responded with that's not bad. <laughs> <clears throat> Welcome um, to Frederick Brunch. Headlines Gibberish. That's where gibberish comes from. Huh? Chestnut Refund. That actually did become a name of a show. Yeah. Uh, Hedgehog Fetish, that was the name of a show. Uh, Structure Featured, so that was where the other half comes from. Uh, Industry Heating. (laughs) (laughs) Ghetto Joyful. (laughs) And then the one that I don't think we used, uh, but that I wish we had did for something was Unsavory Jedi. (laughs) I thought we did use that. There was one with Jedi in it. I don't remember, but yeah, Unsavory Jedi. (laughs) That's our official, uh... And, um, my wife said, I read all these to her. Uh-huh. And she said that she preferred Hedgehog Fetish better. So, <laughs> you guys dodged a bullet. We almost named the show Hedgehog Fetish. It would have been a different marketing scheme, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm the Hedgehog, and I'm the Fetish? <laughs> so, so yeah, we, um... We, I believe that was the episode that we did not release. And then the next... Hedgehog day, Fetish? No, or Hedgehog that, Fetish we did. Well, I we mean, record. like, the recording. Oh, right. And then okay, the next okay. day you were sending me these things. Right. 
I'm pretty sure that was that was the recording of episode zero. Nice. Maybe someday I'll release episode zero. I'll clean it up because there's some <laughs> there's some stuff in it we probably don't want known because we were not necessarily planning to release it. So I right. believe there's some unsavory Jedi's in there. <laughs> probably so. Um, Sad yeah, that you have yeah. to listen to it. <laughs> um, I I think we were. I remember being very excited about the idea of um, switching over to the new adventures because it was just like, you know, we have a medium and we can actually, you know, do some cool stuff with this. You know, we can treat this as if, um, you know, it's not just us producing episodes coming out, you know, and we could use some tropes and stuff. Um, It was actually kind of annoying to, you know, make a new website every time we did it. You know, there was a lot of work involved, and for, and for I a one-time help joke, much. I'll be honest with you. That's that was my that was my worst. <laughs> I always felt terrible. I would come up with these uh, fantastic ideas for things were, to do. Very good, very good ideas. Um, but uh, but it would just be like, okay, now Brian, make it happen. <laughs> um, <clears throat> as I'm sure all of you have uh, surmised, uh, I do almost all of the voices on the show. Um, Brian, uh, Brian, you did Faker. Um, I'll give you the, I'll give you the entire list. Yeah. Um, I did Faker, Beastman, and Merman. That's a good list. I believe. Merman. Yeah. See, I can't, I can't call, I can't call forth that kind of, uh, yeah, that's, that's all in, all in the throat. That's no, I can't do the tongue roll, but I can't do it. That's all in the throat. It's. It's that, something that is I can how do. Alan Oppenheimer does it. So. Yeah, it it um it helps with Chewbacca's and pigeon uh-huh. impressions too. Ah, that's yeah, nice. because I could I could go like, <laughs> but I could also go. <laughs> Very so. nice, impressive range. Thank impressive you. range. Thank you. Uh, I have no other range in any category. So uh, I uh. I, I love doing voices. I wish I could you break on this in show, and do do them professionally. Oh, I did Omega Supreme once too, and I'm glad oh, we yeah. didn't bring him back because that was dumb. <laughs> but uh, you did Skeletor, uh-huh. uh huh, Bane. <laughs> no, you did Bane. No, okay, I did do Bane. You're right, but you did the original Bane. I, I did the original Bane, and mine wasn't very good. Yours was spectacular. I loved when Bane was on. Yes, Bane. <clears throat> Yeah, Bane, I'm such a such a big fan of your work. You merely adopted the voice. Uh <clears throat> the and who yeah, so you did uh scary voice, which I still regret that we made that into a thing. <laughs> Do we ever tell I, I think we, we have told, but I am gonna tell it again. Tell when it. when see scary voice is actually just my impersonation of uh the boogeyman from the real Ghostbusters. I don't know why we opted to not just call him the boogeyman from the real Ghostbusters. Well, you know, because we didn't have a villain from Ghostbusters on the show. It's it's pretty clear that we were concerned about, like, you know, trademark. And (laughs) oh, yeah, clearly. Clearly, that was the one. Yeah. Um, But uh, I I'll I'll never forget the first time I do scary voice for anyone. I always it always spooks people uh, because it is, in fact, a scary voice. Um, with Brian, it was, we were, we were teenagers and he picked me up one evening and we were just driving around, uh, 
To be and, clear, I was a teenager 13 years ago. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Um, just want to be clear about just be how clear about fucking old we are. <laughs> and so we we were not popular kids, so we weren't like going to parties or anything. We were just hanging out with each other, and so we would just drive around, <clears throat> you know. Um, and so we were driving through like a a spooky forest preserve, like we like we did from time to time. And I was <laughs> like, oh yeah, Brian. I, <laughs> it was very dark. I was like, Brian, I, I, I found a, I, I, I can do a new voice. You want to hear it? And he's like, yeah, sure. And then I was like, I'm right here. And Brian told me to never, ever do that again. <laughs> I, I nearly crawled out of my skin. <laughs> um, it's, it's a fun voice to be able to do. I sometimes, very rarely, but sometimes I do it to my kid. <laughs> she, she doesn't like it. Yeah. Um, I bet. <laughs> uh, who else? You did Doctor Claw and Soundwave. Doctor Claw and Soundwave, which are essentially the same impersonation. I'm kind of sad. I always wanted to figure out if one of us could do a Megatron voice, but he's very difficult to do. He is. Megatron actually reminds me of uh, Scary Voice a little bit, you know, mm. but he's just more conversational. Yeah, you got to bring it down I, I just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I, 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 I couldn't do it off the cuff, which is why we've never done it. But you know, he's he's got that that whisper to it, you know, down mm. here, and you know, uh, but he's 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 more evil sounding, you know. Yeah, I, I, I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't do it. Um, but uh, and then uh, well, I did Cosmos. Mm-hmm. Cosmos. I might be the world's only Cosmos impersonator. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we had a couple of one-off characters I'm, over the years, I'm but sure, I don't remember. Sure, we had some. I don't remember who Mumra. Mumra, was. Mumra was around. Mumra. Um, yeah, I I always liked to think of Mumra as uh, just like a really old guy. You know, he just the he, Mumra the ever living was never part of our gag, <laughs> right? It was just Mumra the Ever. Well, you know, it's, I'm still here. What I really liked was that there was always like an air of reality to it. Because if you remember, Skeletor was originally um, part of Mattel's like PR department, right? On our right. show, and then he got fired, and we hired him to be our social media <laughs> guy or something. I don't remember the the gag, but yeah, um, it was whatever. Because I was just like doing. The Skeletor voice, which was cool because um, through that, my daughter really loves uh, He-Man and she loves me when I do Skeletor voice, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, she loves Skeletor voice. Right now we go through, um, she'll just be like, dad, okay, you be Skeletor and I will be Princess Leia. Okay, go. And I'll be like, oh, uh, <clears throat> uh, hey, Princess Leia, what are you doing here? And, you know, we'll go on whatever tangent she wants. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, like, halfway through, she'll be like, okay, Dad, be Mickey. And so, so I gotta be, I gotta be Mickey Mouse. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, and, and that's the fun of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, that, that was another thing that I'm gonna miss about this show is, Having uh, an outlet for me to do voices 
outside of my daughter where I don't seem as ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, the 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 sketches at the beginning. Um we used to have a lot more time before oh, yeah. we had kids, so we could sit down and spend two hours writing a sketch and recording it and everything and because we, I would say, in the history of structured gibberish, we came to, we walked to the episode with an idea five times. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> right. And the rest of it was like, what, what's going on this week? We should, should we, should we talk about something that happened this week, or, or should we just have Skeletor say something stupid, or should Skeletor and Beastman be having sex? <laughs> I don't know why that's that's a, a little common thread. Um, people people seem to touch on that Skeletor is totally gay for Beast Man and vice versa. I, I can't imagine why. I, I don't understand myself. I don't know. When but when we first started, it, it is very natural for them. Well, you know they live together, and when we first started, there were no skits at the beginning, obviously. Right. And uh, I think it started out with if if one of us said something funny. I would pull it out and put it at the beginning. It's kind of like a little pre-show teaser joke, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, I don't even know which one was the very first one where we actually planned something. Well, it had to be early on because that sound wave. It had to be very early on. That sound wave one happened really early, you know? I want to say it was the sixth sixth episode or something like that. Yeah. Perch McCall Um, again. Perch McCall, yeah. That was the the highlight of that episode. You could listen to that and then turn it off. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah. we did we did some really fun stuff. Um, I, I knew. I, I think I even mentioned it to you at some point. But I knew when we started doing those, you know, I was trying to make it clear, like, look, I don't want to do this before every single episode because we're going to spend way too much time doing this and I don't want it to become a thing. Uh-huh. And then, like, almost immediately it became a thing. Yeah. And we were so, just like, well, how are we going to open the show? We got to open the show. That was... We would sit down before we would even start sharing our news articles with each other. We'd be like, so how do you want to open the show today? <laughs> and then the writing process would start. And then it, sometimes it would be like 10 o'clock at night. And we're like, okay, let's like, start okay. recording. Let's start recording the opening. Yeah. And then poor Brian would have to go, like when we did songs, which I made him do a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he he always hated that. He never said it. No, he I, did. Yeah, he, I he, always he said did it. say it all the time. But I never listened. <laughs> some of them i'm very proud of all of them i I, uh-huh. I can't really think of any that i hate you know but I, i'm very i mean there, you know, there are one or two again nothing that i hate but there are one or two things i don't think songs but there were there were a couple of things that would come out and be like oh man there were a couple of stinkers like in terms I, of concept oh but yeah i'm just speaking in terms of like the the technical work Right, you know, in, there, in production were, work, I've, I've, there were times when I could have been better. Like I, I'll listen to because I, I usually hate listening to anything that that has my voice on it. Um, but uh, you know, I, I I would listen to uh, an episode, and I realized that my Skeletor, if I was doing Skeletor for a long time, um, sometimes he just kind of started sounding like this, where it's just my voice, just a little higher. You know, mm-hmm. uh, instead of like the full on Skeletor, and I was like, "Oh, that I'm I'm really phoning this one in." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I would feel days. I would feel bad about it. So, but you know, I I was kind of sad when we stopped doing them, even though it was my urging. 
stop right. doing them. R- Ryan yeah. told me one day we're not going to do these anymore. Um, and I, <laughs> I just was like okay. I I kind of um, you know I was just it, part of the reason we're stopping the show is just because I don't have enough time. You know, you guys know that the sh- episodes come out later and later, and I'm I'm just having I'm just struggling to find the time to edit the episodes and yeah. You know, with, and again, with, I am zero help with this. <laughs> yeah, with family issues and stuff, it's getting harder to, yeah. you know, find late nights to stay up, and you know, you lose. You know, I get hardly any sleep tonight. You know, right? But uh, you know, so that's just we're just taking a break, a, a probably very long break, so that I can get my health back in order. <laughs> um, but you know, like even, you know, even though it was a pain, like there was nothing more rewarding to me than to spend like three hours putting together just the opening sketch uh-huh. and then listening to it and being like this sounds perfect yeah this is exactly what we envisioned i <laughs> i because I, again we we never made it to where we had legions of fans or anything you know um so i would often hold people hostage and be like hey you came over to my house guess what I've got a new opening to my show. You don't have to listen to the show. Just the opening. Just the opening. Shut up and sit down. <laughs> it's a YouTube party, but for structured gibberish. <laughs> it is. It is. And I'm driving. Um, and it was, you know, uh, of course it was fun. But I, I, I have a couple of favorites that I'm, I'm sure I'd have more favorites if I went and re-listened to all of them, which I plan on doing so I can get a super cut of the best. Um, but I, I would say some of my proudest moments, um, would have to be, um, our He-Man commercial. I love our He-Man commercial. I love our He-Man opening. The one that we have, um, is that still up or did YouTube knock that down? Uh, I think that was rights violation. No, I, I fought a lot of rights violations, but. Uh, I'm pretty sure that one is still up. I think it just has an ad on it that we don't get any money from. Yeah, that's it's how it goes. Um, but uh, I am dis- I'm I'm kind of disappointed that you know we never had uh, time to really um, do anything with the videos. Like I wanted to do more videos and stuff, but we just never had the time. And, well, uh, you know, now that we're, um, God, I never even updated the banner on the YouTube page from the very first one I put up. That's, that's how much I neglected the, uh, uh, the thing actually is the He-Man opening gone. Uh, no, it's up there. I, I just want to, I want to say, um, <laughs> we have two dislikes and two likes to our, uh, Skeletor, Skeletor sales event, Happy Honda Days parody. Two people went out of their way to dislike that video. <laughs> Who? Who's I don't jerks? know. I don't know, but I think that's awesome. That that makes me feel really good, honestly. Um, and and it has again, sadly, um, our I think our most views at five hundred and nine. Yeah. 509 views. I just, Um, I just want you guys to know, you know, I had to render falling snow. Okay. (laughs) I, you know how long it took me to figure out how to render falling snowflakes. I had to hand draw a a series of snowflakes. Okay. (laughs) This is what I do for you guys. 
I hand drew snowflakes in Photoshop and then put billions of them in After Effects and rendered this falling snow field. Okay. Now, again, one one of my highlights is that one of the only people who commented on that video is apparently one of the guys who is on that ad campaign. Yeah. Um, how would you pronounce his name? Jacqueline? Jacqueline Joaquin. Salim? Joaquin. Jacqueline? No. <laughs> there's Joaquin no L. Is, it's just like, it's, no, there's no L. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, Joaquin Phoenix? It's not spelled like that. Yeah, that's how you spell it. No, you're out of your mind. No, it's close. That's this how I'm pronouncing this it. Is, this is Jacqueline. Uh, Jacqueline Salim. Or is it, um, uh, is it like, it does exactly how you spell it. Joaquin Phoenix. All right. Anyway, he says. In fact, this guy is Joaquin Phoenix. Is that how you even say his name? I don't know. I I don't know, but I like I like the way you say it because it sounds like you're cracking a whip. Joaquin. Joaquin Phoenix. Um. He <clears> says <throat> thanks so much for parodying our campaign. I love it, guys. Ha 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 ha. This is what the script should have been. And and he he says that, but uh, my video, um. Skeletor actually says, remember the ejaculations you felt when you got me for the holidays? Yeah, somehow. I, I found that to be some of my most clever writing. I, I agree. I absolutely agree. And I'm also absolutely positive that Honda would never have accepted this. <laughs> remember the ejaculations you felt? His, his arms are flailing about when he says it. Oh, I love it. Oh yeah. This this is a proud moment. And then again, our other video, the the structured gibberish opening theme to He-Man. You you did that just perfect. The voiceovers are are wonderful. Um the the only one that I don't like, I really don't care for my Prince Adam impression. Yeah, he's a he's a hard <laughs> nut to crack it's a, there. It's a little too much. <laughs> the um one thing that I'm very proud of that we never really that never got anything you know, any comments or anything other than ourselves, I guess. The um the teaser trailer for the new adventures. Uh-huh. That one Very me, impressive. It took me a really long time to do that one because uh first off, I had to make you know, three D models of the logos for um structured gibberish and the internet. Which are the opening, you know, little <laughs> sponsors or whatever you might call uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. You know, the production staff. Yeah, so I had to make 3D models of those things. And then it took me just a really long time to... Um, I could not recreate the exact visual effect with, with what I had available mm-hmm. um, from the from that uh, Dark Knight teaser. Right. But I thought it still turned out pretty good. And Oh, yeah. Um, the, you know, the voiceover is pretty cool. Um, you, did, you did an okay, Alfred, I think. I was sick. I'm listening to it right now. Oh yeah, you were. I, I, my nose was very clogged, and he sounds more like Pinky than Alfred. The um, what's if you listen, the the music is um, uh, you could you could play the music from this one up against the music from the original trailer, and it would match up exactly, just about. I moved it slightly for some time, you know, little time adjustment, but. I actually went back through the music all comes from the Batman Begins soundtrack. I actually listened to the Batman Begins soundtrack like six times 
to try and figure <laughs> out where each music snippet comes from. Because there's actually like four pieces of the soundtrack that are overlaid in here to, to produce this. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that, that took me a while. I have no idea why I put so much damn effort into this thing. <laughs> but. Now, speaking speaking of uh, effort being put into things that really shouldn't have, uh, our live holiday special. Oh, man, that was dumb. I I personally love it. I think that there there are very few things that I love more than our <laughs> our our live Christmas special. Um, the <laughs> I'm, I'm watching it right now. It's mm-hmm. it's it's way too long. It's 46 minutes long, um, and we just you know set up some cameras at my house and laid out my real Ghostbusters <laughs> tablecloth. You know, if we, what we needed to do, what would have made it just so much better is if we had just had a cameraman. Yes. If there was yes. somebody on the other there side, was... what, I mean, I, we thought, you know, we were, I mean, it was just the two of us and um, we had actually spent most of the day running around trying to find a microphone stand. Right. And, uh, at a, you know, a bunch of different stores. And, um, you know, we just set up these cameras and we just said one of them is going to be the wide angle showing the whole table and another one will be zoomed in like right at the center of the table. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they'll both just record constantly and we'll switch between the two as we need it. And that turned out to work most of the time, except yeah. there were other times when we'd be like, sure, it would be great if we were just focusing on just me or just you uh-huh. instead yeah, of the whole thing, you know, because like. When one of us would be talking, then the other person is just kind of like sitting there, you know, yeah, if we, waiting if we for had, their turn. Uh, if, if we had the ability for uh, some close-ups. Yeah, what we needed uh, was four cameras. Yes. A Brian camera, a me camera, a multi-camera, and a close-up camera. Would have been fantastic. One, we needed a uh, one on a boom arm. Oh, yeah. And we, yeah, needed, sure. we needed one on a rail. And we needed the chase camera. <laughs> and then, yeah, then the uh, the shaky cam, and then we would have had it. We would have nailed it. Nailed it. So, nailed it. you know, continuing with this, one thing I would like to do, Pat, uh-huh. um, I would like to at some point do some video thing. Um, you know, we we almost did a Power Rangers spoof. I still want to do that. I'm, I'm not You're... sure if it's relevant anymore. So the idea well, was, with, you know, the left shark thing. We might have to, you know, switch up. Yeah, so the idea was, uh, back during the Super Bowl, what was it, like two two years ago now? Way back during the Super Bowls. The 2014 Super Bowl, I believe it was. Uh-huh. Uh, or maybe it was 2015. I don't even remember. I don't know. It was when Caddy Perry was there. Caddy Perry. Caddy Perry. And uh, so, you know, you guys know, Left Shark. That was the thing. So, Left Shark somewhat resembles a shark monster from the first season of Power Rangers. And so I had taken uh, a bunch of footage of from that episode and some other episodes and cut together like a short, relatively short kind of episode. And then the idea was that we would splice in uh, footage of me and Pat, uh, you know, in, in our Brian and Pat costumes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, get get the call to go save the world and that we would then morph and that it would just cut to 
actual, you know, Sentai footage that we would then just, you know, dub over. And, uh, I had a monster voice all ready to go. Yeah. It was going to be super fun, but we just, we did the whole video portion and we just never got around to recording the audio. So, yeah. uh, yeah, it's maybe someday, someday. Well, these are, these are the kinds of things we're not done collaborating on projects. Let's put it that way. Um, we're, we're, we're still going to have things happen. Um, it's just not going to be a, a podcast right now. <laughs> right. Remember our original motto? It's a podcast. Yeah. I that, does not apply anymore. That was our only motto. <laughs> Structure gibberish. It's something else. That's, that's our new motto. <laughs> it's, it's anything but a podcast. I actually think that that's, uh, that's a wonderful motto and that should have been our motto from the get go. Structure gibberish. It's something else. <laughs> it sure is. You know, Pat and I, just in case anyone knows, in case anyone cares, we are both available if you have a podcast and you want us to guest on it from time to time. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Either one or both of us. You know, or any of our characters. Yeah. If you, you need know? if you need a good beast man or yep. or my beast man. <laughs> um, either one. You could uh you know, give us a give us a call. <laughs> don't give us a call. We don't even have our phone numbers on the no, Send us an email. Uh, you know the us- the thing that I've said two hundred times now. Gibcast.tv <laughs> There's an email form there. You can go on Twitter, go on Facebook, blah, 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 blah. It's all there. Blah, no one blah, ever does. Blah, blah. Yep. Nobody, nobody ever fucking does. I'm, I'm pretty sure people just don't use social media. I, uh, I want to do a quick, uh, a quick call out to people who probably aren't listening anymore, <laughs> but people who have listened throughout the, the years. Um, Wally, Wally. We haven't heard from him in a long time, so I think he's he's probably done. Um, as uh, Steve, Steve again, haven't heard from him in a long time. I'm sure he's done. Uh, I, I heard the the Lich's Lair closed. Oh, it doesn't it, it doesn't matter if that's a lie because we're done. <laughs> there's, there's no I, retractions I coming, guys. Uh, I, I I drove past there recently, and my daughter would always point out because he had a a hooded skull man on his door, and she would, would always say, "Dad, look at Skeletor," and then I'd have to be Skeletor for a little while, which was not a bad thing. Um, but uh, the, the last time she went, "Dad, where's Skeletor?" And I was like, "Oh, back to Eternia." <laughs> but um, magic of Christmas. Yep, <laughs> the uh, the power of myth. Um, so Steve, thank you for for being a loyal listener. Adam, who uh, I um, seriously considered having on this last episode, but uh, but decided that it was just going to be you know better to to end it the way we came in alone, mm-hmm. alone and frightened. <laughs> um, and um. Uh, who, who else? We, am I missing anybody? Neil. Neil, of course. Neil, we we talked about a little earlier. Neil was, um, was very very uh, interactive with us, which was awesome because neither of us had ever met Neil. You know, that was one of the things. Almost every other person who interacted with us regularly, um, actually, was somebody we've met in person or been friends with. You know, um. But Neil found us through through a friend. Still, I think right. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he he would send us topics. He would say, "Hey, you guys should 
talk about this. I think this is interesting. This is why I think it's interesting. And it was, it was great. It was wonderful to have that interaction. Um, again, I don't know if he's still listening for how many years, four years now for four years and, uh, July, four years and three months. Yeah. So four years is a long time to do anything, you know, let alone listen to Brian and I talk every week. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, that we had other regular listeners. I don't know if they still listen anymore. My my mother-in-law, Paula, would occasionally listen. Uh-huh. I but I curse too much, right? No, that was my sister Cheryl and her son Brayden. Oh, and her son Brayden, yeah. When when he was first born, or not, no, we started after he was born, I believe. But when he was real little, they used to, she would play the episodes on uh, their iPad. And she would say, you know, that's Uncle Brian's voice. And, you know, since I didn't see them too often... You know, that's he knew my voice from listening right. to the podcast. But then, then as he started and then getting, she would say, ah, as <laughs> as they uh, as as he started getting to the age where he was repeating what he was hearing, uh, she stopped, stopped playing it for him because you cursed too much. I did. I cursed a lot. I still do. You do. You fucker. You motherfucker. Oh, my God. Paul died just then. <laughs> <laughs> little inside, little inside. <laughs> Well, uh, final thoughts, Pat? The finalist of thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, Maddie Collector sucks. Yeah. Um, Zack Snyder? Zack Snyder sucks. Yeah. Uh, Green Lantern and, and Skeletor are awesome. Yeah. I have, uh, I have no, uh, updates to give regarding, uh, Charles Carrion and Funny Junk and the Oatmeal. <laughs> unfortunately, the Oatmeal uh, is just doing its thing and doing its thing, being yeah. being good. Being um, I I I feel like I would I I'll come back as often as uh, I I can almost promise we can come back as often as Strong Bad does. <laughs> <laughs> they do one, we'll do one until they start doing them regular, and then we're out again. Um, so and uh and and thank you thank you guys for for listening you know this this was this was a little more for me than just brian and i keeping in contact because i mean that was great you know um but uh when we lost the comic book store it was a it was a blow it was a blow and this was was a little bit of a way to keep it keep it going you know some of the some of the people who used to listen uh regularly or people from the comic book store they would tell me that it was like being back there with us and getting to talk with us about the events of of the day and that's that's i I like that was some of my favorite parts of the job um and so i thank you guys for listening good night everybody
to bed, Skelly. It'll be okay. Uh, I better. Uh, a dream.